Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. And the stupid, horrible sneakers are sneaking around some more. They might as well be dressed as like bellhops pushing room service carts around the school. They have no idea what they're doing. (laughs) Well, again, they still haven't turned off their flashlights. As a matter of fact, at one point, they're sneaking down the hallway, and she screams. He goes, what is it? She says, there's something down there. He's like, that's not a scream situation. It's the they're people sneaking up on <laughs> No, that's not how we do it. God-awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the GamCast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema. Technically, you'll see what I mean in a minute. I'm your host, <laughs> No Illusions. Good. It counts. It counts. <laughs> yeah, no, it does. It does, but just barely. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting to my immediate left is my good friend, Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. You know who was legal in New York in 2003? <laughs> Leighton Meester. I checked. We're good. Doesn't matter when the movie was filmed. It's about the release date. That's no, the one that counts. Really I checked isn't. that, too. <laughs> and, sitting, and quick, quick, sitting 81 miles to my right is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? Well, kind of bummed out. I just found out my crush is, like, way, way too old for me, so I don't really know... <laughs> I guess we can talk about the movie, I guess, but like, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm 36, whatever. <laughs> All right, so tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? We watched Hangman's Curse. We did. It's the story of undercover investigators who try to uncover an evil plot in a high school by a suicide cult. It's 21 Jumper Street. <laughs> oh, and, and also a second movie with the yes. same characters that's completely unrelated. <laughs> yep, we get one out. of those two. And Eli, how bad were these movies? Well, if you loved Revenge of the Nerds, but you were hoping for murder, <laughs> you will love this movie. I guess it was, yeah. Uh, imagine if someone had 80 yard the word Jesus over the last 10 minutes of Heather's. Just yes. like, maybe I did blow up the school. But like, Jesus. And maybe I'd then pretend I did. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. So keep in mind that Eli just pointed out this movie is like Revenge of the Nerds, except worse. Remember how Revenge of the Nerds ended with the revenge rape? It it's worse it than that. Yeah. It's hard. You can't think about movies pre 2007 too much. It's <laughs> never good. This one doesn't not have sexual assault. We'll no, get there. Well, it's, it's minor. It's Christian movies. It's sexual less assault. than yeah. the Revenge yeah. of the Nerds. Oh, yeah, but. for sure. All right. So I want to be upfront about this. This movie isn't even remotely a Christian movie, but they're trying to fool their audience into thinking it is from time to time, right? Yeah. Yeah, like they, okay. they clearly blow the dog whistle once in a while. <laughs> Here's my question: Is this we're going to make fun of it? Is this a bad movie? Oh yeah, what? I it's loved 
the mm. shit out enjoyed of the movie. The, I enjoyed the time watching it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, I think it's a good movie. If they were like, there's nine Veritas movies, I would watch them in my <laughs> free time. Because I like this family. I like their antics. I like the characters. I love Max the dog. The Ooh. dog's the best. The dog's, yeah, the the dog's, dog's the best, yes. right? So we got the uh, dog. Yeah, thank you, Eli. Ooh, ooh indeed. <laughs> Maybe I have lost all sense of good and evil. Uh, but I feel like this was a great movie um, um yeah you have definitely lost all sense <laughs> of uh of, well, i'm just gonna stop the sentence right there um, <laughs> um now is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at yeah um i'm gonna say best worst understanding of uh, magnification they get that wrong they, so many times they use microscopes and like magnifying glasses in this movie and it's complete nonsense throughout <laughs> they're picking up radio signals they're cooking grilled cheese they're finding studs inside sheetrock it's fucking nuts see now I was gonna go with and we're gonna talk a lot about this I'm sure I was gonna go with best worst sneaking <laughs> yeah it's absolutely okay absolutely thank you we're gonna get to it but yes yeah, I don't know what training we need to break down what training this family is supposed to have versus the training they demonstrate in this movie. Yeah, yeah, like there's a number of scenes in this movie where like the 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 boy and the girl are sneaking around somewhere and they might as well have cowbells attached to themselves, right? They might as well have gestures, jingles on their fucking feet. I, anyway. I have never been described as stealthy, but I have never accidentally <laughs> run myself into a tire swing. That's all I said. I've never been like, oh, now I'm on a tire swing by accident. <laughs> all right. And this is very important. This is, I feel like there's going to be some disagreement among us and perhaps with our audience. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and say it now. Best, worst characters I'm supposed to be sympathetic towards. <laughs> Let me explain. Let me explain. I already this disagree. Movie, go ahead. Go ahead. This movie... Is about a bunch of goth kids who get bullied and then they think they sick a murderous ghost on their bullies. Mm -hmm. Now, bullies steal their lunch money and say mean stuff to them, but they do not sick a murderous ghost on them, <laughs> which makes them the bad guys and deserving of bullying. Because as we learn throughout this movie, and we're going to get to it, we're going to get to it. The response that these kids... Look, I'm sure at the beginning the bullying was bad and bullying is... We can talk about whether or not bullying represents the survival of uh, the and, and a microcosm of I social think, mechanism. Mm, I don't no, want to talk about that No, I don't think we here. can talk we, about that. You've been infantilized by society's recent you know, can, PR thing. Whatever, go ahead. I'm a, I'm a very pro-bullying advocate and I understand that. My point is... <laughs> my point being is that after the point where one of your friends dies, the goth kid who goes... I did that with my ghost friend is the bad guy forever. No matter how many wedgies you give that person, <laughs> they are a murderer in their mind, right? It turns out, spoilers, they're not. But if you think you're murdering someone with a ghost because they gave you a wedgie, you are the bad guy. Yeah, no, the trench coat <laughs> mafia were not the good guys in that story. Right, right, right. Yeah, this is just a very convoluted school shooting story. All right, well, obviously, Eli's going to need a few minutes to compose himself before we revisit his high school experience, apparently. So we're going to pause for a quick break, and when we come back, we'll delve into the thinly-veiled live-action Scooby-Doo ripoff that is Hangman's Curse. Hi, Chet. Crystal, come on in. I don't use chairs. Chairs sit in their own hypocrisy. 
fun. Fun. Chet, you want to sit in a what, chair? Maybe what she a- said, gaw. And my name is Blade. It's Blade. Right. Blade. Okay, so no chairs then, guys. Uh, I want to talk about some of the bullying you've been experiencing. Oh, sure. Now you want to help me. Gaw. Whatever. Uh-huh. Okay, well, I hear that some of the kids in school have been calling you names and taking your lunch money, and if there's anything I can do to help, I just want you to know y- that we Yeah, are- you can put this magic crystal stuff on them for us. That would help. It's six ghosts on them. No, no. I was thinking more about calling their parents or, and have- or Or you could, like, carve a, a hangman onto the, onto their lockers with us. Yeah, that takes forever. Etch it. Yeah, I'm. It's it's for the ghost. Yeah, I'm yeah, not gonna. It's it's for the ghost. Okay. <laughs> and we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to start off by learning that these producers really didn't trust their audience to like figure shit out on their own. <laughs> it's so rough. I mean, look, when we meet a family that works for a secret government agency that fights ghosts. We're going to figure out such an agency exists in this movie. You don't have to let us know up front. I kind of liked it. <laughs> that 2000s horror movie font in the credits, I got yeah. happy. No, that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. Yeah, but they tell us about uh, the Veritas team. Yeah. Uh-huh. It says, across America, groups of select citizens are secretly commissioned by the government to investigate strange mysteries, crimes, and unusual occurrences. Now, at this point, I'm hoping the movie's going to be about the unusual occurrence team. Like, <laughs> like the bench warmers, the X-Files crew. Yeah. They just show like, hi, we're here about the coin. Yeah, it's like 12 heads in a row. A dozen fucking heads, guys. That's crazy. That is crazy. Uh, can you do it? No, it's tails. Oh, all, right. Right. all right. Cool. Well, sorry. We believe our it. work is done here. Yeah, we're not quite um, up to the strange mysteries and crimes I, yet, but we pretty much nailed that one. You both married a guy named Alan. That's, fucking, <laughs> that's weird. I'm not going to lie. That is wacky. Just. Sitting there on so, stage with Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Like, holy <laughs> shit, this is fucking nuts. <laughs> awesome. I also love, too, because it's like, uh, they, they say there's this secret blah, blah, blah. And it says, the Veritas Project. And then below that, it says, Veritas is Latin for truth because this is a movie for idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we get done with that. And now the credits are rolling and we're establishing school and Scary. I wrote, usually school halls need Eli in them to look this ominous, but... Uh, well, it's close. <laughs> yeah. I was like, look, this kid's just, he's walking around with a rope in his hand. He's looking for a classroom to have a choking jerk. I get it. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's too rough a rope. Like, you need a silk scarf or one of the yeah. hookups. Yeah. But, like, I get it. He, it's a kid. He doesn't Wait. He doesn't know about AdamandEve.com yet. <laughs> silk scarf? No, no, that works great. Um, yeah. So- Why... Do you guys both know about this? What's going on? Because <laughs> we don't want to end up like Carradine. <laughs> Do you remember when you weren't jerking off and then you discovered jerking off? Yes. That's what it's like to discover jerking off while you can't breathe. <laughs> really? <laughs> yep. Folks, don't That's try. That's why people die doing it. Don't take sexual advice from a podcast. Right. Get a problem. Huh? You're I'm an gonna... adult. You downloaded <laughs> so... a podcast. Go get a hookup. It costs $18. All right. Splurge. <laughs> I'm gonna. All right. So moving along to what's actually happening in the movie. So the kid is, so we see this kid, he's bringing a rope upstairs in his school. And I just wrote, where's Ray comfort when you need him? Damn it. But also (laughs) like the area in the school that he's in, 
might as well be marked depressed suicide department. There's just a stairway leading up to a platform. Was, <laughs> was that for lynchings at the school? This could only be described as a hanging attic. That's yes, where they right? are. They're in a hang. Like schools should stop having those if that's the thing they have. There's like an "Are you choking yourself?" sign on the wall. It's just handy tips. <laughs> Yeah, we will discover throughout this movie that these kids go to school at the goddamn Temple of Doom. This movie is like 99% catacomb. Anyway, so, yeah, he walks up more stairs than the Ghostbusters in Act 3 and then hangs himself in a shitless kind of way. That's nice. That was nice yep. of him. Yeah. Um. So then we cut to 10 years later, still in this same school. Yeah. Right. And so the movie doesn't really get the time dimension here. <laughs> Obviously, the kid hanging himself should have said it should have said 10 years ago. And this is the fucking present, present day. Yeah, or did right. they think this movie is in the future? What are they? Well, it was, though, because we watched it in 2017. Whoa. But then it, oh, <laughs> hold on. Yeah. So anyway, so we should have said now for here where I am. <laughs> I get it. And now, now, I mean, now, now, yeah. now, 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 <laughs> then, though. not now, but when I said now, wait before, for it, then, <laughs> then, <laughs> so we get to the school and uh, it, we, we see an Eskimo etching a, a locker or something. He's drawing a hangman like from the game. Um, so, OK, so now we cut to a football game and we meet the quarterback who seems to be suffering from early onset Alzheimer's. Right, which the NFL says that there's no scientific evidence. It's got nothing to do. It's no, they don't say that anymore. Curse. They tried it's for a long a... fucking time. <laughs> well, at the time this movie was made, they well, still right, said yeah, that it no, was a you're ghost right. curse. It was then. It was then. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ghost curses that caused all those concussions. Yeah, You know the commissioner was watching this movie. It was like, bring up ghost curses. <laughs> <laughs> Spiders in locker room? Question mark? <laughs> It could be all kind of stuff, guys. Yeah. And I'm sorry, but is the quarterback's name in this movie Jimmy Bolts? Yeah. Uh, looks like Vinny Del Pino, uh, Doogie Hauser's friend. Yeah, no, Max, he does. Uh, Max Casella. Anyway, so so Jimmy Bolts is freaking out a little bit. We also, we cut to the stands where the Columbine shooters are up there, like staring at them. They've got something to do with all of this <laughs> Alzheimer's. And they have like their own section of box seats with like yeah. a banner. There is no gaw. Like it's this. <laughs> so ridiculous. What's amazing too is so when, when people have the uh, like ghost moment in this movie, Everything turns black and white and there's like a glare effect on the lens. Mm -hmm. But the first time we see it, it's when the quarterback looks at the goth kids. So I wrote in my notes, are the goth kids so pale that the glare hurts the quarterback's <laughs> eyes? <laughs> they are pretty pale. Yeah, no, that could have also been it. Roger Goodell's taken that note. Maybe it's too many white people. Um, yeah, so the quarterback freaks out, drops the ball and just force comes the fuck out of there. Yeah, and at this point, they they keep showing the QB. They show him, like, run off the field, mm -hmm. and he goes to the track. Like, stop showing the QB. What happened with the fumble? Show us. <laughs> did, they pick, did they run it in for six? Who fucking they cares about the quarterback? Have. Yeah, so, so he starts freaking out, having seizures on the, on the track around the uh, field, and the coach runs up, turns to the school nurse as the kid is just mumbling and frothing and spitting at the mouth and shit, and says, this makes three of my players. Yeah, like, what what is he reacting to there? Recurring? Like, have you seen enough? It's been three now. Like, like the nurse has been refusing to treat 
dark magic until it reached a threshold. And now they're like, all right, can we do it now? Three, can we do some dark magic healing? Fuck. She finally gets a torch and some sage. Fine, fine, you've convinced me. I'm smudging. I'm smudging. I said I'm smudging. (laughs) I'm smudging. I'm smudging. Smudging. Oh, and we should point out, too, that when the quarterback starts freaking out, he starts yelling, Abel Fry. which we will later learn is the name of the kid who hung himself in that opening scene, that Mm. 10 years earlier scene. All right, so now it's time to meet our heroes, and we're going to do that at a big meth deal. (laughs) Meth deal! (laughs) And this is the most ridiculous Hollywood version of a drug deal. (laughs) Oh my God, it's amazing. He has has like a, a tiny, tiny amount of cash he buys a hundred grams of meth. That's eight thousand dollars worth of meth. In case you're wondering, well, that's all after you break sell- it up. If you buy it in that kind of weight, you're going to get a big. You know, you're not going to pay more than fifty five thousand, fifty five hundred, six thousand. So anyway, okay, all right. I'll leave it to our panel of experts. Uh, panel of experts. Uh, so he buys a tremendous amount of meth, which he's going to sell in a week. And I got to say, this guy is doing great. Yeah. He's selling. $8,000 meth in a week. Yeah. Yeah, he's making more money than I. That's about 125 grand a year that he's making there. <laughs> Can we talk about the meth dealer oh, real please. quick? Because it's they they walk into this like movie scene warehouse for buying meth at and it, this <laughs> this lady walks out. She's like middle-aged. She's like, "Hi, welcome to PTA Mom Meth Store. I'm PTA Mom." <laughs> oh, it's so ridiculous. Should Show me your money. Cops can't carry money and they show money and now they're not cops. I have, okay. It's just, I have a friend that's bought a tremendous amount of drugs (laughs) and the number of times that that friend has had to like, had a gun pointed at him and had to prove he wasn't a cop. That would be zero. (laughs) And yet it happens in virtually every drug deal in the movies. Amazing. Well, to be fair, do we really want a movie with a realistic drug deal? Just like, seriously, I've been waiting here for 25 minutes. I mean, I can't yell at you because I don't want a new drug dealer. But like, <laughs> a little politeness. Like, I go into the store and I'm like, oh, I would like to buy this box of puffins. They just sell it to me right away, <laughs> sir. <laughs> sir. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would be a little less dramatic. So, yeah, so they're, they're uh, and ultimately we have three kids here buying meth. And there's one kid that's like the new kid who hasn't bought meth here before, and they don't know if they trust him so much. Now, all of a sudden, poor man's Punisher bursts into the room, convinced (laughs) that this guy's a cop. He's so ridiculous, too. At some point, the conversation was like, all right, what do meth dealers look like? (laughs) Like, uh, the Terminator with a giant cross on his face with black Sharpie? Yeah. Yep. Agree. (laughs) Agree. That is what they look like. Yep. That is it. Wearing comically inappropriate sunglasses. I love to, cause like that, the, all right. So the Terminator guy comes in, points a shotgun at this kid's head and says, prove to me that you're not a cop. And I so wanted him to just like snap the girl's neck behind him. You know, <laughs> <laughs> see, God never would have done that. Oh, dude, that was my undercover daughter. You dick. Um, oh, <laughs> damn. Well, <laughs> ask more specifically. <laughs> <laughs> So then the real cops come in and they bust all of these people. And of course, the kid that they thought was a cop or whether they were fucking with, um, he's the one that has 50 grams of meth on him. So the cops drag him off. And then we learn that this was all a big undercover operation to save that kid's soul. 
Yep, because now that he's been arrested for 50 grams of meth, he's going to get put in a nice foster home. <laughs> like, yeah. that was part of the cops are like, we got, all right, we busted this kid with this child with a bunch of meth, with way, way felony amounts of meth. And he's like, remember the deal? He gets a good school and a spot on the tennis team. Yeah. And they were like, yep. <laughs> That's the deal. Okay. All right. Wait a second. How do crimes work? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh huh. And at this point, I wrote like, because obviously nothing about this movie had suggested Christian except for the Sharpie cross that he'd drawn on his forehead. And I'm like, okay, it's stupid enough, though. It's awful enough, at least. <laughs> um. So, yeah. So this wraps up. And then dad gets a text. Dad, of course, is the guy with a big Sharpie cross. Um, he's getting a text about their next assignment. You see, this family is part of Project Veritas, remember, from the beginning. Um, mm -hmm. And they're about to get their next assignment, which is to check out some paranormal activity at a school. And, and I just want to take a moment to re recognize that this particular unit of Project Veritas is two adults and two children. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yep. I would really like to have been there for the meeting where they were like, great, so it'll be you and your wife. And he's like, yeah, I'm an ex-cop and my wife is a super spy too for some reason or a whatever. And they were like, and your kids? And he was like, well, I feel like our kids are children. What, <laughs> <laughs> what use would they have? Well, what if there's a mystery in a school? Good point. Good okay. point. There might be a mystery <laughs> in a school. I want to see them doing like an undercover sex ring. They're giving the daughter the talk. All right. Now, look, you're going to have to really get into character for this. Oh, Jesus. This <laughs> is going to be a not fun. Look at me. Not fun. <laughs> not fun. Parts of it will be fun. So... <laughs> So now we go back to that school uh, and, and we, we meet. Okay, so I, there are three groups of kids in this movie and I've got them divided up to Heath's friends, Eli's friends, and my friends in high school. Um, these kids are <laughs> Heath's friends, the jocks of the school. Mm -hmm. And they are getting damn sick of this evil ghost that keeps killing their buddies. <laughs> also, it's a tiny moment, but in case you watch along with us, at the very first shot of this school, there's an extra who is unable to walk. He's just like taking these giant <laughs> leaping steps, staring directly into the camera. Like, ah, school, school, the wonderful place at school. So we get these, um, the jock kids are walking down and they're like, oh, you know, the ghost keeps killing our buddies and uh, we're really sick of that. And we know who's doing it, but they'd never believe us because it's ghost murder that we're accusing people of. And then my friends from high school show up <laughs> and the fat, the fat kid grabs one of them and he's just like, I'm going to kick your ass if you kill anybody with any more ghosts. Right, and the goth kids are like, don't tell me what to do. I'll kill people with ghosts if I want to. Gah. <laughs> By the way, when we do uh, the remake of this one, it's exactly the same, except it's a dance battle musical. Like, <laughs> and this scene would be like Ghostbusters theme song, battle. Yes, fight. Right. yes. And see, here's the thing. This movie... Right. This movie, what this movie was going for, because he literally takes the kids lunch money. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's very clear. Jocks, bad. Bullies, bad. Get it. Awesome. Great. I, I'm used to that. And the goths should turn out not to be sicking the ghost on people. Right. And this movie does that. But the goths 
think they're sicking the ghost on people, which makes this interaction, in t- except for the robbery, entirely justified. If someone was, like, poisoning or just, like, generally killing my friends, and I walk up and I'm like, hey, you need to stop killing my friends, and you were like, go, I'm the victim, I'd be like, no, this is your <laughs> no, fault. No, You are the bad guy. You are involved in murder. <laughs> Yeah, this movie really doesn't seem to get that there needs to be good guys and bad guys. So, yeah, so they, they get beat up and bullied and they run off. The, they, we should we should introduce these two characters because there's a bunch of goth kids. Um, the main goth boy is Ian and his girlfriend is Crystal. Um, mm-hmm. and so they'll come up quite a bit. So Crystal rushes off. Ian chases her. She can't take it anymore. Um, but he's like, don't worry, man. The suicide ghost is going to totally murder him. We'll be fine. She's like, okay. Right. Again, so now this is about villains using a supernatural weapon against people who give them wedgies and take their lunch money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For what it's worth, I think the the movie seems pretty aware that these are not the good guys or that these are not sympathetic characters. Well, the good guys are the ones who bully these murderous children. No, that, that's, <laughs> no, that's good also, bullying. Bullying is important. That's the good guys. guys. What are you guys yes, talking about? Thank you. My Me friends too. are the good guys. My <laughs> friends are the fucking good guys. It's pretty obvious. And they're good at sports. It's it's obvious. And they're being bullied. I just want to throw it out there. They're being <laughs> bullied because they dress like weirdos. It's not like they're being bullied for winning a science trophy. They're being bullied for dressing like extras in a Buffy the Vampire Slayer episode. I'm just saying I'm just saying it's not as clean as this movie once they're being, think, I just, I don't they're being weird. Nobody likes that. It's okay. Deserved. You guys can both go fuck yourselves. All right. <laughs> don't, don't be weird. weird. <laughs> fuck Funny, you and fuck you too. Or deep. You got to choose. <laughs> Funny, rich, or deep. It's not hard. Funny, rich, deep. <laughs> so, uh, so now we cut to the office where we meet uh, that where the Springfield family, the Veritas family, are being brought in to investigate that Jimmy Bolts things. That's you know they're the X Files, Incredibles family, or whatever. <laughs> And we meet one of this movie's two black characters. <laughs> black cop with the world's largest eyebrows thinks that a, a team of private investigator Christians is not the best way to solve these murders. <laughs> yeah. Asshole. Danny Glover is too old for this shit. He is not happy. <laughs> so, yeah. So dad is going to pose as a janitor. Mom is going to pose as a counselor. Neither of those things will ever matter, by the way. They, no, he will just operate <laughs> as an investigator. And he mom will, will never even be in the school. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, they claim, this, the principal claims that this weird family is highly recommended by police departments all over the country. This family, in, including two kids, they travel around the country doing secret vigilante work and cops like them. Yeah, right. And keep in mind that the kids are like 17. They're twins. So like, yeah, they got started when they were, you know, preteens. You know, by the time your Dude, balls drop, it's time to get into your secret agent work. When they solved that mystery at the preschool, it was by going undercover. <laughs> it was pretty intense. It's a whole piece of gate thing. I don't want to get into it. Turns out it was pickles the whole time. Um, <laughs> now, oh, by the way, here's a favor the movie's not going to do for you. The twins are named... Elisha and Elijah, except they pronounce the girl's name Alicia, but they spell it mm-hmm. Elijah. Um, or occasionally they call her Leash, which is great. Um, yeah, you know, when you're shortening Alicia, it's Leash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but yeah, the cop's all pissed off. He don't need no damn partner. And just in case this whole thing wasn't enough like Scooby-Doo yet, this is where we meet the dog. Max. Oh, he's yeah. the best. It's a gold 
the best character. Oh, I love it. It is like the best of dogs. Golden it's Retrievers a pretty great awesome. dog. And he's a sleuthing dog. <laughs> and he plays a part. It's pretty great. We like we like Max. Yeah, no, they really underplay. Max should have been the hero of this film. Should have played some basketball. There's no rule that says he can't. Oh, if there was a TV show called Max's Adventures, I'd be totally down. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right, so now the kids are going to, of course, play students. They're going to pose as students. So they bring in Norman the Nerd, who will show those undercover kids where their classes are and everything. And Norman... That'll be important. I want to say at this point, Norman is not subtle. Norman basically walks him around. He's like, hey, guys, I'm the nerd. I wonder what deep, dark secrets I might hide. All right. (laughs) Leighton Meester goes to do a handshake. He like trips and falls somehow during it. Yeah. Good times. And then we eliminate any lingering doubts about the Christianness of this movie with a completely pointless Christian dog whistle scene. This is the because here's the thing. I watched this. I like skipped through this movie last week, and I was like, oh, I don't know if it's Christian enough. And Noah was like, I don't think this is a Christian movie. It looks like a movie that has white people in it. Do you think all movies that involve Christians? Are <laughs> and then someone was like, No, no, no. You got to go to the classroom. And I watched this scene, and I was like, Okay, yep, we yep, nailed it. We yep. nailed this whole episode is worth this scene. Oh my god. Yeah, opening line of this uh, scene, teacher standing in front of the school going, no, you can't pray in school. (laughs) Give me that fucking Bible. Here, drink from this red Jew cup. You can't. (laughs) This is school. This is public school. Jew cups. I love how not a single one of these movies are even willing to admit how petty their complaints are. Right, oh, they, they always have to just make shit up. They can't possibly happen as evidence of their oppression. Right, there. What class is this? Moral ontology one hundred and one. There's no reason to be having this conversation. And this teacher, Professor Strawman, is just like, "Well, you can't pray in school because that would be you saying what's right and wrong." Not no, that's not why you can't play in school. And she's like, "So are you saying a terrorist can do whatever he wants?" And he's like, "Oh, you got me, high schooler." Jesus Christ, it's so fucking stupid. Oh my god, yeah. So and then now because because Alicia stood up to the atheist teacher, she gets invited to be a popular kid. Yeah, I mean, she, she stood up to the progressive left, and that's the coolest thing you can do. I guess. The Everybody's popular like, girls all come up, and they're like, I'm sorry, do you have a Patreon that we could, like, super overinflate with our dad's credit cards? Those Christian apologetics were on fleek. Want to be a cool kid now? I do. Perfect. So, I have infiltrated your group. Yeah, exactly. Um, this is also where we're going to really get down to meet Blake. He is the other black character in this a movie, and he has a little thing for Alicia. I can't blame him. She's Leighton Meester. Uh, and now we cut to Eli and his high school friends. Yeah! <laughs> because at the same time that Alicia was infiltrating the cool kids group, Elijah was infiltrating the nerdy kids group. I want to point out, had a lot of nerdy friends. You don't have to infiltrate that. You just walk up to them and you say, hey, I'm going to sit here, okay? And they're like, Ooh, finally. And if we're really awesome. being... Uh, this is my group of friends here. Also, this is actually, <laughs> I played sports, but the, these are my friends. Right? <laughs> yeah. No, Eli and I know, <laughs> <laughs> and they still are. I'm nerd. Yeah. So he is infiltrated the nerds by any sign of. 
positivity towards the <laughs> yeah, girls. Yeah, right. <laughs> we don't have to watch him getting in with them. He's like, so, fellas, I was in there like, please be our friend. <laughs> <laughs> our D&D game has had two people for a year. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, the jocks show up to bully him some. Mm-hmm. And they steal his glasses and blah blah, but and, least, and money again. Oh yeah, there's yeah. a lot more money in bullying than I remember. <laughs> also, uh, a lot more awkward fat kids wielding way more power than right? I remember. I feel like I would like to go to this school more than mine. Awkward fat kids are fucking crushing it. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, especially if they play sports. Yeah. So, but now while they're bullying, um, Alicia looks disapprovingly at Blake, so he doesn't want to bully him anymore. Um, But that does not stop them from still robbing the kid at the end. Nope, (laughs) they still rob him. I mean, he's like, look, I gotta, I gotta rob him. But you know, well, right, right. No, that's an obligation. (laughs) Hurts me more than it hurts. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then they walk off, and the nerds are all looking at each other, going like. Think maybe the goth kids will lend us their insanity ghost because uh, <laughs> two options we we can see if the goth kids have an insanity ghost or we can very easily buy guns. That's the other option here <laughs> oh, in America. God. What do you guys want to do? They fortunately go for the first one. Yeah, well, yeah, right, right, exactly. Um, but this movie seems to think that if they had gone out and bought guns, that they wouldn't be all the way the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> So then we, okay, so now we head to lunch where Alicia's making fuck eyes with Blake and her popular girlfriend is explaining the backstory about Abel Fry. She's like, so do you want to hear the exposition or not? And she's like, yeah, go ahead, I'll exposit the story. <laughs> yeah, so we learned that Abel uh, Fry was the geeky kid that got picked on and, he, and then he murdered his girlfriend when she embarrassed him in school and then he hung himself. Which is the people who picked on him's fault because he doesn't have any free will, apparently. Apparently, Abel was just entirely motivated. Boy, are you trying right? to apologize for yourself here. Yes. I don't know what you're talking yes, about. that kid that could make that, that you have. You have Buddhist. You have a Buddhist. Buddhist something our many Buddhist listeners oh, you can, are, are how, plethora. How awesome is it? Like, this is the most conveniently timed genocide ever for me, right? The Rohingya genocide. Just right as you were trying to make that point, they're like, mm, let's kill a couple hundred thousand Muslims just to make Eli uh, look bad here. Um, you hate Muslims. I'm trying to give all sides. I'm a skeptic. I apologize that I would try to be reasonable. Doc, that's my new show. It's called Be Reasonable. Yeah, no, no, there's not an American version yet. All right. So, yeah. So we learned that Abel Fry got bullied, hung himself, and now wanders the hall making quarterbacks suck at football. Yeah. Uh, and the other point of this scene is uh, dibs on black guy. Dibs on black guy. Damn it. <laughs> so all the girls uh, really want uh, to go out with Blake, the uh, yeah. only black person in the school. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, the- black dick forms here. Please step to the back, <laughs> bitches. Meanwhile, during lunch, dad is breaking into the goth kid's locker and stealing his money. Like the janitor does. That was the only janitor like activity he did in the well, movie. That's true. That's true. And why does he even need to be there? He's just handing stuff to the cop, the real cop who's Well, right, like the, the dog is doing more work than he is. Yeah. The dog the dog's smelling stuff and he's like barking, he's like, <clears throat> atheist Satan magic. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Well, I love it, too, because he's, like, handing everything to the dog for the dog to sniff, and the dog gets really excited about the $50 bill, and he's like, all right, keeping that. They never address <laughs> this. He doesn't put another $50 bill in there or whatever. He just steals this kid's money. Woof, not the 10 the 50 Woof. woof. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just the dog making it rain at a dog park later on. Just like, <laughs> <laughs> bitches everywhere. Yeah. So. <laughs> and of course, while he's in the uh, locker, he also sees the hangman drawing and realizes that that's part of the curse. So now we cut back to the lunchroom where goth girl Crystal is drawing pictures of the fat kid, but dead. Again, which is worse than bullying. If one of your friends dies and then someone's like, oh, you used to pick on me and take my lunch money, so I'm just drawing a portrait of you being dead next. You <laughs> are the villain. You're that, the villain. That is nowhere near as bad as bullying. Um, I think it's a, that is bullying. That's well, a type and of if he sees the bullying. picture, I mean, yeah. she didn't give it to him or anything. If he hadn't come up and got all in her shit, she, he wouldn't have known what she and was And if drawing. the kids didn't be weird, they wouldn't get bullied. It's, 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 there's a lot of blame on all sides is yeah. what I'm saying. A lot of blame on all sides. <laughs> Our characters have taken <laughs> weird turns in this episode. I was like, I got a fun angle on this episode. I'm going to pretend to apologize for bullying. <laughs> but we're like 45 minutes in and I'm like, okay, but let's be real. <laughs> Can we switch to eugenics? Let's talk about eugenics for the rest of the show. What do you, what do you guys really think about that? I feel like I'm going to be sitting like six months from now having an interview on Seth Molyneux's show. And when was it you decided to like truly debate on behalf of bullying? I got to admit, Steph, uh... <laughs> I had this funny bit in mind and then I spent 45 minutes of my comedy movie review show and uh, then I started naming names, Steph. I naming names. Really committing. I think honestly it's just that Heath only now realized that you were doing a bit. Um, so what bit? I just don't want a dead person sicked on me. That's the point. <laughs> so, okay. so I'm confused. The, but okay. No, the, go ahead. So the, I'll figure it out. the fat kid comes up and grabs the uh, the goth kid to beat him up, you know, because his girlfriend is drawing pictures of him that are apparently worse than bullying. And <laughs> Elijah shows up, right? Because and, and he takes on the fat kid with the old grab his arm trick. <laughs> risk control. Risk control. <laughs> it is some risk control. But it's not from that point. It, 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 it wouldn't be, and I'm sorry, no. but like when you outweigh the person trying to hold you down by 130 fucking pounds, I think you're going to be okay. <laughs> and, risk control. And, it's all about the risk control. And the risk control just ends the whole thing. I'm very confused by the fight system yeah, in this right? movie. It was like sudden death. One like it's just like fuck. You did one move on me. Like ah, we're, we're, we're we're playing sudden death, and <laughs> you've you won the fight now. Get the green destiny sword in three moves. You do win, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. But now the, the whole point of this, of course, is that now Elijah is ingratiated with the goth kids too. Right. So now, okay. So now we cut back to Alicia, um, and she's ha hanging out with the popular girls. And this school doesn't have like scheduled classes or any of that silly shit. So they decide to head off to the forbidden wing of the school. TM. That's what they <laughs> call it. Um, so that Alicia, uh, 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 Alicia can see where Abel hung himself. And the way they introduce the super sloppy, like hanging attic aesthetic is she goes, they were going to remodel it, but then a kid died there. So they were like, let's just keep the haunted house theme. <laughs> it'll fuck up the ghost stories later if we finish this 
So, yeah, and they've got this all locked off or whatever. But Alicia, of course, since she's a super spy, can pick the lock in one second without anyone noticing. <laughs> she's like, mm, Aloha Mora. Mm. <laughs> Did you say Aloha Mora? No. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is that a big black cock? What? <laughs> <laughs> so, so they go through the locked door into an increasingly creepy series of rooms. But then they get to the hanging stairs. <laughs> The school should clean this place up. They left it like a dead kid's bedroom, like a shrine. It's really weird. This and this is the best worst line in the movie. The like best friend popular girl is like, guys, if you look in the dictionary, you find a dead. God damn it! (laughs) If you look up dumb in the no, Uh, if you if you see our picture, do a reverse Google image search. (laughs) Then what comes up is the dictionary definition of go fuck yourself. Just go find a ghost. (laughs) That's pretty much it. Yeah, Um, but no. Okay, so now they get to the hanging stairs, and all the other girls are too scared to go up, but Alicia will go up. And luckily, she'd been carrying a flashlight in her vagina this whole time. <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. flashlight is it's enormous. Yes. It's huge. It's one of those ones that my dad used to buy. The like, yes. you know, this is enough to blind an attacker. Yeah. I, 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 I shine it right in their eyes. Cool. The 20 minutes it takes to turn on. Yeah. And at this point, I'm thinking to myself, like, what else does she have hidden inside her? Like a Nintendo character. Yeah, right. She, gets, she throws a bunch of flares down. She inflates a giant raft for no reason. We will find out that she's got a bunch of stuff in there. Yeah. Like no, a Nintendo character quite in this bit. movie tucked into that vag um and i i gotta say like honestly scenes like this should have a pop scare counter at the bottom right (laughs) like it could not be more obvious where we're going so she's checking out all the creepy rooms when suddenly there's a let's say scary face the pop scare is entirely in the music people um and and then she falls down and passes out yeah what was that mask what like they will never explain that I wanted her to wake up and the friends be like, oh, sorry, we should have told you it's that's our mascot. Go Leatherfaces. Sorry. <laughs> sorry, that's a kabuki so- class is in here. I didn't realize you would be so freaked out. <laughs> <laughs> kind of racist against Japan. <laughs> so, OK, so she wakes up in the school nurse's office and this leads to this amazing bit where like the dad is talking to the school principal and he's like, all right, like clearly there are a bunch of ghosts attacking children. Why haven't you closed this school? <laughs> and, and the principal's like, because uh, there's no code for evil ghosts in the fucking superintendent. What do you want right. from me, guy? Uh, what about a two-hour delay for the ghosts? What if we do a delay? <laughs> because I'm a sane person who lives on Earth, yes. See, this is why we need a voucher system. That's what I'm saying. Oh, this is the problem with public schools. <laughs> We should have everything for the right. Also, does, does anyone have any idea what the principal was trying to accomplish by showing dad the suicide kids academic records? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> she was nope. like, look, there's no look, look, straight A's. Straight A student comes back as a ghost. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to kick him out for that. All right. So just in case the Scooby-Doo parallels weren't thick enough, we now cut to the mystery machine that they live in. They live literally live in a van down by the river. Yeah, no, they do. They're in an RV, and we have to have like Elijah and Alicia fu- or Alicia fucking with each other about her crush on Blake, but she can't have a crush because they're always moving around fighting crime so much. 
Right. And the way he introduces this is very weird. He's like, I know that look. That look that says you are just wet, soaking wet. <laughs> She's like, stop. He's like, no, I'm playing a part. I'm fitting in. He's like, fitting in that big black dick. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. So, but inside the RV, mom is examining something under a microscope that you can see with the naked eye. Um, <laughs> so, all right. So they're busy doing their sleuthing. When suddenly Elijah and Alicia come out dressed like ninjas. (laughs) This is the best moment where I realized that this movie was like supposed to be a TV show. Didn't get it. And was like, all right, we got an hour and a half. Let's do our best with it. Because they're going to go sneak into the school where they go as students. Let's be clear. The dad is the janitor who belongs at the school at night. The mom is the nurse who could be at the school at night. The students, mm-hmm. it would be odd, but hey, they go to school there, but not if they're dressed as ninjas. <laughs> right! Right! Yeah, they have to go put up ghost detectors in the school, which they're in all day. Right, they're just they're just dropping a recorder. That's all yep. they're doing here, right? What's That's all it. that gear gonna do? I don't like, know. okay, let's just put this small object on the floor in a hallway. Great, I'll just grab my vest of throwing knives. Hold on, <laughs> I'll be back in a second. I need my magnetic suction cups. <laughs> also, what information are they planning to get there? I don't. Like, they're gonna get this tape of this hallway, play it back, and it's just gonna be like, yes, indeed, I'm a suicide ghost planning to kill some football players. And even then, what do you what do you do with that? What do you do with that information? Yeah, right. Sure hope no one says my name backwards because that sends yeah. me back to the hell dimension whence the sprang. <laughs> I wanted so badly as they were going out for dad to be like, leave no survivors. At the school? Right. Sorry. No, I <laughs> dressed in all spec opsy. Con- you can understand why it's confusing. <laughs> so they head out to to do the ghost stakeout. We also have to establish here because they have that whole scene where they're in the car together where we have to establish this thing where the Elijah brags about all his awesome FBI training. But <laughs> he can't drive. Yeah, he chose to come back FBI training instead of driving. Um, meanwhile, mom and dad can't figure out what the crystalline substance is. And the dog <laughs> wants him to know that Timmy is in a well. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she she literally goes, Max, what are you telling us? And I wanted to, I wanted like a caption to appear that was just like, Where are my balls? Where are my balls? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted Max to take a super explosive shit right there in the van. <laughs> I wanted to shit. Obviously, I'm a dog. What do you think this means? I was just trying to solve a mystery. Been in you this assholes. fucking van for twelve hours. <laughs> I'm not on your team. I don't pass the dot test. There is no me to me. I want to go shit. I want to eat stuff. I want to run around the end. You know everything I want forever. I ate dinner with Eli last night. I need to go. (laughs) So Eli's been pausing a lot during this recording. (laughs) You can't tell because of the masterful edit, but we've been on the line for about nine hours now. Eight times. (laughs) So that's fun. We share this. We (laughs) share these things. Getting awful doxy. Um, all right, so not funny. Cut. So they, so the kids go to the school. Uh, they find monster graffiti in there. What is like? What is this that they're supposed to be looking at? Is this a picture that the school has intentionally put up? 
I think it's an art project. I think like for her art class, they were like, because they did this at my school. They were like, oh, I'm going to draw a flower. And, and Crystal was just like, <laughs> I'd like to do demons eating people. And they were like, sure. Yeah. We'll, we'll put that near the trophy. <laughs> I guess. Also, quick note on sneaking into things. Uh-huh. Maybe don't use flashlights and shine them in all directions when you're sneaking into buildings and stuff. Like, uh, second note, uh, maybe don't merrily skip everywhere if you're sneaking. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like tiptoeing in and then skipping and then hiding behind a giant strobe light and then like boop, 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 strobe light. It's ridiculous. Yeah, no, and, and throughout this whole thing, no matter how much more sneaky and surreptitious they're trying to get, it will never occur to them to turn off the goddamn flashlights. So, yeah, so they go and examine the place where she got knocked out. They hide the recorder there. <laughs> yeah, he goes, right. let's find a good place to put the recorder here. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't it could literally really anywhere. matter. It's an audio recorder, so. You want that ghost clipping. What if we... <laughs> Where are we going to put the pop filter for this ghost that's going to admit to us? And what? Stand around the room and yell a couple of times. Let me see if we're mic'd up right. And then they hear satanic chanting. Yeah. So they they say, oh, satanic chanting. Let's loudly and flashlight bobbingly go check it out. <laughs> yep. Jesus Christ. Um. So, okay. So now we cut to the Satanist kids who are in one of the many voluminous catacombs and caverns that are within this school um basement sewer things <laughs> who the fuck even knows I, there there is both a basement and an attic in the same room at a, at a certain point yeah so but the satanist kids are apparently calling upon abel fry to ghost rape the fat kid they even have the fat kid voodoo doll yeah and, and i want to say <laughs> this is extensive they have a lot going on. They got the masks. They got mm -hmm. the portraits. They got the five-pointed star. They went all the way. It's nice. I, what I'm saying is it's nice to see people go all the way with their satanic curse. <laughs> yeah, no, it must have taken 15, 20 minutes to light all those candles. So, yeah. <laughs> yep. And the stupid, horrible sneakers are sneaking around some more. They might as well be dressed as like bellhops pushing room service carts around the school. They have no idea what they're doing. <laughs> well, again, now they're like sneaking in and looking in on this satanic uh, ritual or whatever. They still haven't turned off their flashlights. Nope. As a matter of fact, at one point, they're sneaking down the hallway and she screams. He goes, what is it? She says, there's something down there. He's like, that's not a scream situation. It's the there's people we're sneaking up on. <laughs> no, that's not how we do it. My right. FBI training tells me that you don't do that. All right, so they, they run outside to chase down the things she was screaming. I, I couldn't even fucking tell. And, and this is where they realized that something evil is happening in the old boiler room. What the fuck? This it's it's I, like the school's built on top of Atlantis or something, <laughs> like another Atlantean school. Yes. It's crazy. <laughs> but suddenly Ian the goth kid is there, perched like an archangel above them. <laughs> Literally. He's perched on top of a razor wire fence, just like, hey, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> I'm goth. Like, I perch. Uh hey, what are you doing at the top of the fence directly <laughs> behind us? <laughs> Seems like a weird place oh, to be. I would have given anything for Walken to show up here. Just this movie is terrible. <laughs> I'm going to hang myself. The hanging 
I love how we all have Archangel jokes in there somewhere. <laughs> um, yeah, so they have their little back and forth, but then they go to like question him and he disappears all Batman style. So, like, if he had turned out to be an angel or demon, this scene would have made sense. He doesn't, though. Nope. He's just a teenager who we can assume, like, threw himself into a garbage can. Cool. If if they look in here, it's going to look real stupid. I hope they don't. Um, So... (laughs) So now we cut to everybody exercising outside, all doing their jumping jacks. And this was the most realistic moment to my high school experience when the goth kid is just waving his arms in the jumping jack <laughs> motion. Yeah. It's a lot of it's my high ridiculous, school like steel toed boots during gym class. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then um, the goth kid and his girlfriend get abducted from <laughs> gym class. Yes. Yeah. You know, that's kidnapped. what happens. Seems like the kind of thing the coach would notice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, <laughs> they might as well, like, throw a shroud over their head and throw them into a van and, like, squeal <laughs> away, like, around the track, come back. <laughs> All right. We didn't think this through. We <laughs> got a license We're plate back. that says cool Fuck. kids with a Z. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So they grab the goth kids, they drag them out behind the bleachers, and they're like, man, call off your ghost. <laughs> and he's like, can't do it. It's like a parking ticket started right in the, the ghost already. <laughs> so, Sorry. Nope. I already satanically invoked a ghost to murder you. <laughs> to murder you. So, <laughs> which two thirds of this podcast think is worse. I put a deposit down on the murder ghost and now. I would just don't. like to point out that the worst I had was the picture drawing versus the <laughs> physical abuse. Anyway, it's hard to remember whose size it went on. There was a lot of. A lot of accusations being thrown around. A lot of bullying happened. There was some anti-Buddhist sentiment. I don't really want to get into it. There was a lot of hate thrown around. I think we all agree, clean slate, everyone did equal amounts of bad. (laughs) Eli's running for president. He's running for president. So yeah, On both sides. On many sides. Oh, that's what I'm doing. I figured out what I'm doing, everybody. (laughs) So, okay, so, but right before they get beat up for pre-murdering him with a ghost, dad janitor shows up um, and he's like, hey, I need to talk to you kids. But then the coach comes around back and overrules janitor dad. And that's hard because in the hierarchy of people who don't have any power except in that tiny part (laughs) of the world, it's like, ooh, does janitor outdo coach? Does coach outdo janitor? It's hard to say. Hard to say. They're under the bleachers. That sports plus cleaning. You clean it. I don't know how much. It's like 50-50. So, they, so they, they settle it again with the weird sudden death handlock rules of this universe. <laughs> yes. Risk control. Risk, risk yeah, control. dad does some finger risk control. It's it's like it's like a setting on Goldeneye. Like license to kill handlocks and he wins. <laughs> yeah, well, see, the coach is very clearly arguing the sympathetic Eli argument that the bullied kids deserve it. Damn it. They need to buck up and stop being so weird. And the janitor's like, no, uh, uh, physical abuse is wrong. And the coach is like, well, you said mean shit about Buddhists. And then, <laughs> and then he grabs him by the thumb and well, the co- physically the, the abuses him. The janitor is very obviously a violent leftist. He's very, yeah. well, let's, let's awesome. be fair. Let's be fair. <laughs> Only one of these two people physically assaults the other, right? Like yeah. the, the j- dad janitor, the good guy attacks this dude. Um, right. So the, the sports kids are the good guys is what we're saying. <laughs> 
Three votes. <laughs> I liked Blake. Um, so he was a little out of my league, a little out of my league, I admit, but I liked Blake. So after school or during or who gives a shit, the kids are hanging out outside being angsty <laughs> when Elijah comes parkouring into the scene. Yeah. Right. And she she's like, what did we do to them? And I wanted Elijah to be like, well, according to you, you sicked a ghost on them and then drew a picture saying that you were going to sick a ghost on them and then told them to their faces that you were sicking a murderous <laughs> ghost on them. That's what you did to them. Yeah. So, so do you I mean besides like the demon hexes and the ghost murder thing? <laughs> I feel like the fat kid was pretty clear about why he's mad. It's the demon yeah, right. ghost thing. <laughs> so, yeah. So now Elijah has to talk with... This is the dumbest goddamn thing, uh, dialogue, I think we've ever encountered. So Elijah starts talking to him because he's got the girl's cell phone. That's his end. He's like, hey, I found your cell phone over by the bleachers where you got beat up and didn't pick up your cell phone. She's like, okay, fine. And then Elijah turns to Ian and he goes, you know, fooling around with spirits is dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> and then everyone carries on with the conversation as though that was a sane person thing to say. <laughs> exactly. Ian's like, no, it's not dangerous. I'm ending this normal conversation now. <laughs> Elijah's like, you don't know what you're trifling with. One more word. Abel, I'll do it. Abel, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Sorry. He actually Ghosts says are real. trifling with. It's amazing. <laughs> so, okay. So now Crystal charges into the hallway and randomly tells Alicia she wants the fat kid to die. These two characters haven't met. Right. But now they do. <laughs> I really yeah. wanted Alicia to just ignore that. Like the goth girl has to like walk past again and be like, I hope all of them die. <laughs> Pay attention to me. She goes over to the cop. We're going to murder the fat kid. I want attention. <laughs> I was like, shh, nobody cares. Go to Hot Topic. Just, just get away. But instead, Alicia says, I care about you, random goth chick. I'm a good guy character. <laughs> I am the pr protagonist. Pro protagonist. That's Prana me. Pro protonagonist. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, but of course, she's like, you know, like we can we can solve this problem together. And Crystal's like, no, this is an exact quote. Certain forces are now in motion and nobody can change it. Oh, God, if I had a nickel. <laughs> <laughs> so now Alicia storms off into a classroom and this is where we re-meet re Norman the nerd that showed him around earlier. <laughs> Norman's, Norman might as well be stroking a white cat and spinning around <laughs> in a chair. And yes. Like, oh, <laughs> hey, I'm just setting up the end of the movie here. <laughs> <laughs> Here's my collection of rare African critters. <laughs> Why uh, does Norman get a classroom? <laughs> that doesn't the seem use normal. Of space in this building is madness. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> voucher system. We need a voucher system. <laughs> so, yeah. So Norman collects rare animals from Africa, you know, like high school students do. And he pulls out his ball python. And he's like, would you like to touch my snake? But honestly, Leighton Meester with the snake, she's, oh, that yeah. was good. Like, pretty sure Norman came there. Yeah. Between was... Norman and me, we came at least once <laughs> during the scene. <laughs> at least once. Yeah. So now the popular girlfriend shows up and she's like, Alicia, we have to leave. This scene is over now. <laughs> yeah, literally, so, she's so just clumsy. like, I seen. <laughs> 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 So, okay, so now her and the popular girl, Alicia and the popular girl, walking down the hallway, when suddenly the popular girl hears a, a creepy noise in the duct. And they look in there, 
and nothing's in there, but I wanted so badly for the goth kid to be in there, just like, <laughs> yeah, perching. <laughs> go, go away, go. <laughs> All right, so now we're, it's time to meet Dr. God, Jesus, Joseph Smith did the naming in this fucking movie. <laughs> we're going to meet Dr. Algernon Wheeling. Uh, and I resent this movie using my exact father-in-law for <laughs> one of their characters. Uh, everyone on this call has met my father-in-law and is aware how moment to moment perfect, including bringing a guitar at a moment that's inappropriate. Yes. This character is. <laughs> and his nickname's the acoustic professor. Is that? Yeah. Cause he plays the guitar, his guitar everywhere, everywhere he, goes. he goes. And he's a super intelligent mouse. <laughs> that never comes back. They don't even know what they're fucking making allusions to. Assholes. Flowers for Algernon. Pay attention. So, yeah, so, and he's brought up, he's coming, pulling up at the RV uh, where mom's hanging out, and he brought the test results about that crystalline substance in the straw. Turns out it was sugar. <laughs> sugar and paint thinner. Of some, wood preserver of some yeah. sort. Yeah, some, yeah, lacquer. And based on how they think microscopes work, I was assuming you'd put like a, a stethoscope on top of like a tape recorder at some point <laughs> to check out like, the, you don't know anything about what's happening. So, okay, so now we're back at the school and we're at Wood Shop and all the kids are picking on Leonard because everybody knows he got cursed by a ghost. And what is he building in shop class? He's got like 300 cubits of gopher wood for an arc and he's going to put it through a jigsaw. It's crazy. It's the best. Uh, and he has no sense of humor about having a demon sicked on them. They're like, so I hear you're going to die from a demon attack. And he's like, stop it, go I'm making this birdhouse for my mom. She's real sick right now. And sure, I lash out, but, you know, maybe the adults should do something about that. <laughs> Birdhouse. Yep, but it's too late because Leonard gets the ghost sickness. Yep. Everyone turns black and white and, and, and strobe effecty. And <laughs> the actor chooses to enact this by lying on the ground and having a, a seizure. It's just him lying down and doing his best impersonation of Heath running for a train. It is <laughs> All right. the greatest. It would made the whole movie worthwhile. <laughs> I had it down as the horizontal truffle shuffle. I thought it was it was like he was having withdrawal from like mashed potatoes. <laughs> and okay, it did look like me. Fine. Yeah, so, Whatever. So But it was fun. It was fat kid seizure was oh, fun. Yeah, you gotta yeah, admit. Yeah, Good no, movie. No. It's the old saying. You need to have no bad scenes and three fat kid seizures. Yeah. So, so it's still That's a bad movie, but there's a third of the way there. It's, yeah, I love no, the exactly, exactly. Mm -hmm. It was almost a good movie. So, okay, so janitor dad goes to tell the principal shit just got real. And the prince yeah. and the principal's like, you know, I'm I'm sorry to have to say this again, but a picture on a locker is not uh sufficient evidence of the afterlife. So <laughs> Uh, okay, but what about uh, audio of a stroke victim uh, choir saying his name over and over <laughs> if you bring the bass up? Again, just that could just be voices. I don't really think that's a... a... And then, then they learn that the only black kid at school is going to be the next victim. Yeah, right, right. And does anyone wonder if the goth kids had a like an awkward conversation about whether it was racist to curse the black kid <laughs> like, oh, no he, he always picked on us and crystal was like i i know he did but like 
I feel like people are going to say that we did it. <laughs> we, well, we didn't do him first. Well, obviously we didn't do him first, but like, I just feel like okay, maybe that we, it, it feels weird. If the, if the one black kid gets found hanging from a noose, that's bad PR. <laughs> yeah. You know what everybody. I'm saying? You know what I'm I just saying? Feel like, like that's the headline. Optics. It's going to, it's going to become about race. They're going to, they're going to politicize <laughs> it. It's going to be about race. Yeah. So. yeah. So, yeah, so now they have to check Blake's locker to see if he's been cursed. Uh, he apparently has not yet been cursed, but they do find a, a, one of the mysterious sugar straws in his uh, in his locker. And the dog's freaking the fuck out about this one. Yeah. <laughs> and so they're like, OK, Blake, there's a ghost trying to kill you. You're suspended. <laughs> is, your, is your punishment for that? That is their exact reaction. All right, so now we head back to the RV crime lab. The dog is examining all the evidence. I wanted the dog <laughs> to be pouring stuff into test tubes. Right. <laughs> dog goes through the scene from Swordfish. Another dog puts its head in his lap. <laughs> so mom notices something interesting. Well, not interesting because it's in this movie, but she notices something in the straw. using. An, an old timey magnifying glass like Sherlock Holmes yeah. to find something we can see in the straw with our eyes because <laughs> right. you showed us in the movie to <laughs> our eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Again, not really clear how the whole magnification thing uh, works. So, okay. So now we cut to Elisha that later that day, she's sitting at the steps of the RV and Blake shows up in his sweet Camaro or whatever the hell that is. I don't know, cars. <laughs> Hey, I came by because the writers think they're progressive. So. <laughs> I was just hoping I might get some sorry you got cursed pity sex. So, <laughs> uh, maybe. Yeah, so then we get the happy teen walking montage. Which was stuff. a very odd tonal shift. It was literally like, oh my gosh, he's the next victim. I think I'll go for a walk outside. <laughs> right. I wish I'd away. <laughs> All of a sudden, it's the intro to Dawson's Creek, and then yes. we're back to the movie. <laughs> well, and I love to because they do the whole the the whole Dawson's Creek walking montage. But when they finally come out of the musical part and they have to go to the conversation, it's like, so you think a ghost will rape your brain? Or uh, yeah, I guess probably. Maybe, but we're playing the big game against Valley on Saturday. Stupid ghost murderer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And now they're holding hands because, you know, right. it's getting serious. There's also this really awkward moment. And I don't who's racist, the movie or me. He goes, yeah, I mean, I feel like I should know not to pick on people. And I was like, should you know? Is it because he's black? Is that why you should know? Yeah. Is yeah. The movie th OK, good. The movie thinks like black people should know better. Oh, oh he's because Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, He's yeah. like, prejudice is wrong in all forms. I have a dream. I'm black. <laughs> someone, On both sides. Someone wrote our lives as a story. I bet they'd have plenty of black friends. I'm black. <laughs> so, yeah. So they, they get back to the RV and she's like, sorry, I can't invite you in. You're black. But we, we uh, only have one door. <laughs> oh, God. Can't, There's only... So yeah, and water fountain, and and then there's this bizarre lip rape moment. Oh yeah, this was very, very uncomfortable. Very, very uncomfortable. She has a thing on her shoulder. He's like, oh, you got a little spider on your shoulder. They're a little foreshadowing. Um, and then she's like, oh, th thanks. And he's like, ah, I kissed you. And she's like, oh, 
don't do that again. And he's like, oh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> his, his, his response is, is very upsetting. Like he might as well like fist bump the spider afterwards and then like <laughs> swim some laps at Stanford with you the spider. You got some tit and it's I no got good. some lip. <laughs> spider runs away. <laughs> well, but I love to like, okay, so you see this a lot in movies where the guy goes in for the kiss and, and she's not ready for it or whatever. And usually the movie tries to play this off as a normal thing and she kisses him back. But in this movie, like afterwards, she makes it very clear there is absolutely no consent here. Oh, yeah. Like right? she's this hitting is- a dog with a newspaper. It's just like, no, <laughs> no. Could have been a stranger on the subway for all she cared. So, yeah. Um, so Blake leaves and then dad has to rip into her for kissing that black boy. Yeah. And at no point does this family have the it's not a race thing conversation, no. which I love, which totally makes it feel like a race thing. He's like, you know, he's a suspect for a crime. And she's like, he's the victim. And she's like, uh, not that crime. You know, they. They commit crimes, is what I'm saying. They commit a lot of crimes. He's born suspect. He's born, yeah, right. He's a rant, rant. Come on, you know what we're talking about. Come on. Don't be an Don't asshole. Don't make me say it during the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the very toss if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and then she's like, you know, he's like, you can't be in love. And she's like, what's wrong with being in love? And he's like, the plot kind of demands that there be a conflict. I don't fuck. Just don't ask questions. So she storms off and then mom and dad leave to go meet up with Dr. Algernon. Uh, and this th- that exists solely so that they can walk out and have the whole, hmm, he reminds me of you when you were his age kind of a conversation. His giant grin. Yeah, right. Because <laughs> I have the same good looks? No, no, white guy. Relax there. <laughs> Relax there, grower, not a shower, whatever. <laughs> so... No, no, I've had plenty of orgasms with white guys when they team up. What? (laughs) What? So, so, all right. What did you say? (laughs) So they leave, the parents leave. And and at the same time, the phone rings. It's Dr. Stewart. Who's Dr. Stewart? Go fuck yourself. Leonard, the fat kid, has just lapsed into level two. What's that? Go fuck yourself. Literally, what, he's he's lapsed into level two. Level what on Mario? He's on a water level now. What does that fucking mean? It's a level two ghost coma. I tell you, they, the doctor put him under a microscope and it said level two sick. Call secret <laughs> fake cops when they yeah, zoomed right. in on and his why skin the fuck cells. Would they call them? Fucking weird. Yeah, no, they may never make any effort to uh, explain that. Uh, and it's just now that uh, Alicia remembers that. She forgot to reload the digital recorder, so she has to go back to the school to do that now, because that's the next. That's where the next scene happens. You see, <laughs> exactly. Oh, and also, okay. So Elijah, the the boy twin, has found something important, so he has to go sneak off somewhere as well. He's going to go see one of Abel's relatives, I guess. Right. And he's trying to psych himself up to take the car because he takes his sister's car keys. And he's like, all right, I'm an FBI. I've got all this training. And then we get an actually pretty funny sc- shot where we see him like psyching up to steal the car. And then the next shot is him riding a scooter to the house. Yeah. yeah. Which I thought was pretty, that was pretty good. It's like me walking over a girl at a bar like, you're good enough. You're smart enough. Gosh darn it. You got a podcast. You got this. <laughs> It's like the radio, but on the internet. I pretend to be a racist for really long amounts, of, like whole episodes. It's it's once you know my character, 
It's fun. <laughs> Don't listen to it yet. So, <laughs> start at episode one. <laughs> and uh, okay, so now, but before we can get to that, we got to go back to the science factory because this is very important. The doctor. Eli's father-in-law absolutely perfectly and god Jesus when I saw that in your notes I cracked the fuck up um, <laughs> has realized that the straw has pheromones in it and he's even doing my father-in-law's thing of not answering direct questions when it matters he's like <laughs> oh, I wonder what for it could be and they're like well what does that mean and he's like what doesn't it mean and they're like you know we're trying to solve murder right? you know <laughs> auto Otto, you want to put down the Bangelini and just like answer <laughs> what you want for lunch? Dad? Dad? Huh? I love when you force hug him and he hates it. <laughs> he hates me so much. He really hates you. He, hates the loathing me. in his eyes when I got to catch it for a second when you fake, when you force hugged him, it was the greatest. Oh, he loves, he hates me so much. The good times. <laughs> All right, so, yeah, and also, by the way, they found pheromones and some bug parts in a straw. And I just I want to throw that out because it's going to come back, but at the time, I'm just like, what the fuck are we ranting about in this dumb shit? <laughs> um, so, okay, so now we got to go back over to Alicia. She's sneaking into the school. Her plan, what she was there to do was switch out the recorder, which is going to require a lot of just randomly wandering around. I wanted to see the map of how she made it to the recorder. It's like a spiral (laughs) inward to where the recorder was. Yeah, it's like one of those family circus cartoons or something. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Uh, But now, now the boiler room door is open and she can find out what the fuck was going on in there the whole time. Oh, I'm going to put a pin in that. We'll be back to it. But meanwhile, we got to go to Elijah, who is going to, I guess, the sisters, the the, the suicide kid's sister's house. Right. <laughs> and he I, I mentioned this at the beginning, but he does such a bad job sneaking that he accidentally throws himself into a tire. Swing. <laughs> it's, the great, it's the greatest thing. Like he's tiptoeing through a yard at night. There's a tire swing. He like. Looks left, looks right, tries to dive through the middle. Makes a huge noise. <laughs> yeah, no, comically bad sneaking. Jay and Silent Bob trying to get into the animal clinic levels of sneaking. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he stands up from the tire swing mess after he finally unties himself from that. And the person who lives there puts a shotgun to his head because he's a child in her yard. Yeah, I mean, look, I don't know what the laws are like in this part of the country. I feel like that's probably legal, but it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. Yeah, this is in a America, white kid. You can... This is a white kid. You got to <laughs> take it easy. You can't so, stand your ground all the time. <laughs> so, yeah, so he he tells the, the, the lady that he's looking for the sister of the kid who hung himself in the school 10 years ago. And she says, oh, that's me. He's like, are you sure? Because you're like 62. <laughs> it's a this was he was supposed to have hung himself 10 years ago and she is 80 yeah yeah no she is definitely like that guy's that that guy's mom more than sister and the way he earns her trust is he goes tell me about the kid who hurt so much he died <laughs> it's so weird and i wrote aka the eli bosnick story <laughs> his plan to de-escalate the gun to his neck is Haunting this woman about her suicide brother. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> this is about the point in the movie where I started like going like, I wonder how much of this runtime is credits at the end. 
It was none, by the way. There's none. The, the, was, yeah, the YouTube no, version that we were watching cr- didn't have credits. Cut off. So, yeah, we had I'm, ex- I'm looking for five there, minimum. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> all right, so uh, so the sister invites Elijah, and they're they're having some tea, and she explains that Abel Fry never murdered his girlfriend. She died of meningitis, and then he hung himself <laughs> and stab wounds plus meningitis but mostly the meningitis <laughs> mostly the meningitis she had meningitis at the time she died you decide <laughs> <laughs> i also love too she she shows him abel's picture she says does he look like a murderer and i'm like yeah totally like yeah, have you seen the, the trench coat mafia kids i need a microscope yeah. but <laughs> yeah kind of naked eye and then we have to throw down the abel getting bullied montage Okay, okay, one second. They throw eggs at him. That yeah. feels like a weird, I mean, look, maybe I wasn't bullied or a bully, hypothetically, at the right time, but I feel like <laughs> it's just like assault. Like, they they might as well have done a drive-by shooting and, like, shot his feet off his body and been like, oh, childhood pranks. Well, yeah, I mean, throwing eggs, there's a lot that goes into that because you have to carry eggs around with you for quite a while, and, they, they you know, you can't just throw them on the back of your bike, yeah. And then a longboarder comes in at the very end. Like, all the kids throw eggs, but then there's a longboarder. Like, 20 minutes later, he's already on the ground covered in egg, and he's like, fuck, I'm late. Well, splash. (laughs) I feel like the kind of lost now, but longboarded all the way here with this egg. So, So, meanwhile, Sis is still poking around the school's ceaseless labyrinth of basements and attics and shit. To a point where she's literally crawling through a tunnel at this point. The, the, air ducts. She crawls through air ducts. The, the blueprint of the school is fucking crazy. Like, she's fighting the Foot Clan. She's rolling through, like, <laughs> timed fireballs under Alcatraz with Sean Connery. It's crazy. Only the penitent man will pass at a certain point. Yeah, no, yeah. it's pretty bizarre. Um, but this is where she comes across the Satanism room. Right, with the candles and a pentagram. Which she smudges and makes entirely useless. It made me very upset. <laughs> very upset. You break the fucking circle. I thought you were Project Veritas. You don't break the circle. <laughs> Elisha. So now the now the monsters will be get, be able to get out. Um. So yeah. And also, by the way, in addition to the pentagram and all the Satan candles and shit, they also have pictures of Blake Leonard, the quarterback, and a couple other characters that I'm pretty sure we've never met, and a couple of cow skulls because that's creepy. Also a bunch of creepy skull masks, right? She goes down the row of masks. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what will happen. Yeah, I Honestly, I wanted one of them to be holding a sign that was like, the real guy's over there. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they showed him like, like waiting there for a long time trying yeah. to decide where to line himself up. <laughs> she goes to like the, the other side, his side first, fucks up his whole reveal. He's like, come on, why would you walk all the way down to me? <laughs> and, and then come uh, back. And go back. I spent days on this with the party store, with the masks. They had back order. Crazy billionaire remake of this movie. It's just me and the panting makes it super obvious who it is. (laughs) (laughs) Are you okay? Uh, Yeah, there's stairs up here and I just... (sighs) (laughs) Um, But so, okay, so the, the guy in the mask attacks her. She bites him and runs away. And and then as she's running away, she runs into Elijah. She screams because that's kind of her thing. And she says, let's get out of here. The bad guy's right behind me. He's like, shouldn't we figure out who it is? You seem to be handling him pretty easy. You just take off his mask and solve this whole thing. She's like, this is still act two, damn it. <laughs> 
So, and believe it or not, that's as close as any scene is going to come to ending in a cliffhanger. So we're going to pause right there for a quick break. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell. Will Alicia uncover the witch's secret in time to save Blake? Can Dr. Wheeler identify the pheromones before it's too late? Will the twist ending on this movie be that God doesn't exist and religious beliefs are a byproduct of being manipulated by a sociopathic bullshit artist? Find out the answer to these questions and more when we return for the conclusion of an entirely different movie than the one we've been watching up until now. That one's about spiders, apparently. Spiders. Shit, Crystal, come on in. My name is Razor Clench now. And Razor I'm Firebird. Or Got it. Okay, Razor Clench and Firebird. Let's try a new tactic. Guys, have you tried not being losers? Uh, I, I know, I, I know. Hear me out. But let's just, little game. How many people do you know who are just killing it at life that dress like you? Well, there's, um, well I, that, I, that I, isn't a rock star. Anyone that isn't a rock star. Uh, is it nobody? It, it, it might be nobody. Maybe. Okay, kids, I'm going to give it to you straight. The whole world is one big bully. You dress weird, the only people who like you are going to dress weird too. You draw murals of students getting eaten by demons, you're going to get picked on. Life is like high school, kids. Now, don't get me wrong. As you get older, the pool gets bigger, and eventually you'll find enough weirdos just like you to have a friends and a family, but they'll make sure you never grow or change. And like I said, there are no goth bankers. Not from nine to five, okay? Fine, but what about like... Being an um, individual, be it's overrated yeah. and non-existent. You're not coming to school wearing clown shoes and a G-string. You're dressed in the clothes you were told to wear by millionaires who own brands at Hot Topic, which is owned by The Gap, honey. You're worse than what is sold as normal. You're sold as different. And at least the assholes walking around the halls in polos and khakis can go out in public without looking like they're going to explode in the sun. But that doesn't mean that they should get to pick on us. No, no, it doesn't. But right now, the picking on is obvious, right? It's wedgies and name calling. In a few years, that'll disappear, but the bullying will stay. It gets more subtle. It's just lost jobs and friends and people talking behind your back, turn down dates and opportunities. See, life is hard enough, kids. There are natural lions and natural sheep, but wearing a wool costume to school doesn't help, okay? It's not everyone else's job to make the world be nice to you because you dress like extras in a Tim Burton movie. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. Now get out of here and get rich, deep, or funny. That's who people like. Rich, deep, or funny. Funny, rich, or normal. This was a weird meeting. Yeah, well. Really, really weird. Saved you some time. <laughs> and we're back for more of this shit. When we last left our heroine, she was running around screaming like an idiot. And when we rejoin her, she's apparently gathered up uh, Elijah and her dad so she can show them, in her words, the witch's nest. <laughs> but it's gone. Yeah, it's nowhere to be found. Is anyone else picturing a goth girl like vomiting a worm into another one's mouth? <laughs> Sorry, sometimes, what were you guys talking about? Picturing it, I'm Googling it. <laughs> okay. I didn't find anything good. Just to save so, you some trouble. So, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, I want to point out that this is how brilliant these detectives are. She's like, huh, there was a tunnel that leads to this, but now there's a pipe here instead. <laughs> Wherever could the tunnel be? <laughs> and they're like, ah, I don't fucking know. I guess, I guess we can't 
track down that clue anymore. And later on, they're going to have to move this pipe to <gasps> reveal the tunnel. Sorry for the spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> and it's obviously the same prop because the dad can't even touch it. He's just like, oh, he here? <laughs> yeah, right. Best now, not to But touch. at this point, <laughs> this is the first time dad starts thinking to himself, maybe my teenage children shouldn't be investigating murder. Um, so he says, no, this is getting too dangerous. You have to go stay with your grandparents. Yeah, you got to go stay with James and Jamina Bond. They'll take care of you. <laughs> and, but, but Alicia is pissed. She's like, Dad, that would so fuck up the momentum of the story. And he's like, okay, all right. You can put your lives on the line for one more day, but you better find the murderer fast or I'm going to make you go to Grandma's house. <laughs> one more act of being kid nomadic vigilante witch hunters. That's it. That's it. Last one. Hard cut off at an hour and 37 minutes. <laughs> So, okay, so now the janitor, as if to just remind us how little his cover matters, is now in the principal's <laughs> office with what the is cop. What doing there? Right. <laughs> right. So the cop and the janitor are now questioning Ian the goth kid about the murders. And, it, and the kid's like, I don't see why the janitor is involved in this, but okay. Or why he wears glasses as part of his disguise. <laughs> He just vomits on the floor, starts mopping up his own vomit. Oh, it's just normal. I'm just doing, doing some janitor stuff. <laughs> just I'm janitor. supposed to be here. And they roll up. This is a great moment. They roll up his sleeve to see if he has bite marks on him, and he doesn't. And I wanted them to be like, "Show us your balls." <laughs> I was waiting for the wheel in an MRI machine. Okay, check the arms again. Check it again with this. Do we have a Hubble telescope we can use? <laughs> They find track marks over all over his arms and they're like, nope, nope, he's good. He's good. <laughs> um, so, yeah, but that's very important, right? Because she bit the person who attacked him. So now whoever the bad guy is has bite marks on him. Clever. Um, okay, so now we cut to the Satanists chanting more Harry Potter spells. Yeah, and they're doing a lot of cane work, I thought. <laughs> more cane work than what I guessed for Satanism. Yeah, no, you have no. to really, you have to, you have to coordinate that shit. Apparently. Another great scene when we do the musical remake, by the way, like oh, hell yeah. stomp the yard, cane stuff, <laughs> a little bit of walking in a circle, hitting themselves with Bibles like the monks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, I was thinking crazy billionaire money remake. We get the rehearsals for this, like three, two, what? Really, Alan? Really? No, <laughs> it's not on two, Alan. It's not on two. <laughs> Asshole. This is I, why people bully us. <laughs> I love, too, that in their own little ritual, they have to all wear masks so that we, the audience, won't be able to tell who they are. Seems like they're all together with themselves now. It seems like that'd be okay. Anyway, <laughs> so, but now they have an Alicia voodoo doll. She's getting cursed by the suicide ghost. And you can tell that it's Alicia's voodoo doll because it's got a little crucifix on it. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like the ghost sitting there with like 28,000 kids and he's like, hey... A little more specificity, Narrow folks. it down a little bit. <laughs> oh, so the Christian? I should go after the Christian girl? Great. <laughs> Everyone who Eli doesn't get to fuck. Gotcha. All right. So so now we Damn. cut to Alicia. <laughs> and how hard you bullied him. <laughs> oh, God. So we cut over to... Okay, so Norman runs into Alicia in the hall. He's getting some... Uh, uh, trying to get a soda, but the thing won't take his dollar. She gives him some change. That's how we open that scene up. 
Yeah, I have to and he goes, point that out because it becomes important later. She goes, <laughs> how are your snakes and bugs? And he goes, you mean my friends? And I want her to be like, see, this is why you get bullied and ignored, Norman. All right? <laughs> Someone says, how are your snakes and bugs? Look at me. You see how attractive and nice I am? You just say, fine. How are you? You see, Norman? Yeah, yeah. You see? <laughs> yeah. So he wears the fuck out and wanders off. And then Crystal comes up all angsty again. Someone dumped a soda on her. Yeah, yeah, um, which is worse than drawing pictures of them dead. and uh, uh, But is not <laughs> worse than sicking a murderous ghost on someone. No, if we're no, ranking, exactly. If we're ranking, if we're ranking the murder the races. The murder races, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, we, we know where we're ranking the murder All right, well, I think races. we can. Let's not get Christ. crazy on this show. We don't need to. Moving on, moving on. <laughs> and we I also want to point out that, society. okay, <laughs> I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to say that dumping a soda on one on somebody's head is okay or anything, but Alicia reacts as though this girl was just gang raped by bears. <laughs> she really does. She's like, oh my God, are you okay? Like I wanted there to be an ambulance. She's wrapped in a foil blanket. <laughs> Seriously, you're going to bring a Pepsi over near her? You know what she's going through. <laughs> And okay, so so she lends uh, uh, Crystal her jacket just to remind everybody that she's a good person. Uh, and then the scene ends. But just as it does, she goes to close her locker and we see that there's a hangman in it, uh, which is kind of stupid since we already saw the Satanist cursing her earlier. What are you revealing, assholes? Anyway, so now it's time to go back to Dr. Wheeler's for more exciting straw analysis. The straw had a spider in it. And that's really it. Yeah, but that will eventually sort of pay off uh, but before it does we have to cut to the school play rehearsal and they're doing the satanic dancing play <laughs> just gonna throw this out there bad choice for a play this year bad <laughs> choice. So. if you've got a hanged kid killing students satanic dancing with a big noose on stage not the best choice <laughs> they actually have a giant noose on stage what the fuck show are they putting on it's a ballet about the death eaters it's or, or hangman's cool. curse the musical yeah. Could be uh, that. Meta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, okay. Now I want to point out, this is a rehearsal for the play, but despite that, all the students are there watching the rehearsal. Oh, my fantasy. Yeah. <laughs> High school Eli just like, yeah, I mean, if you guys want to hang out. <laughs> and so Elijah comes up, he tries to sit with the goth kids, uh, but they all move away from him because fuck him, except Crystal. She's busy insane drawing and doesn't move away. Or drawing and missing? It was hard to tell. Yeah. She's just yeah. like poking at the paper. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was like a 13-year-old trying to have sex for the first time. Um, but then suddenly she starts having ghost Running seizures. <laughs> oh, you probably meant something else. Sorry, oh, I stepped Jesus on your, your bed. I don't know. <laughs> we have different experiences. <laughs> <laughs> so so crystal starts having herself a ghost seizure the 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 teacher that is directing the play her reaction to this seizure is all right guys rehearsal's over <laughs> i will not be going to help the girl that just had the seizure i'll leave that to the students she doesn't which, hey, very realistic for high school. The drama kids would do their own thing. If someone had died during my dress rehearsal, our director would have been like, all right, 10, 10. And I mean that, just 10, everybody. 
Snap, snap, snap. Everybody in the final number. I'm going to, we're doing a little extra work. Let's, <laughs> Where are the puppeteers? All right, use so, it. Use it. <laughs> so dad and Elisha are hanging out in the hallway later on, blowing his cover even more when Blake comes up. Now, Blake, as you recall, has been suspended from school for being cursed by a ghost. But he's back at the school now because he wants to stop the ghost before it's too late. What? Yes. Okay, fine. Yeah. No, no idea. And she's like, oh, okay. And he's like, never mind, I run away. And he does. He just runs away. Yeah, well, and she follows him, but he disappears because he's Batman, <laughs> apparently, too. Um, but as she's looking for him, she hears creepy sounds coming from that very same vent. Which results in the greatest pull things out of her vagina moment she has in the movie. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say second greatest, but okay. All right. She reaches down and not like out of her purse even. She just reaches down and her hand produces an expanding <laughs> mirror. A telescopic mirror from Restoration Hardware, 1999. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> just been doing amateur dentistry with it so far, but this is perfect for vent looking. Well, so. and, and I want to point out that it's not like she finds anything here, right? I, I, I Did I miss something or did she just stick the mirror in the vent and then leave? Well, <laughs> that's it. She didn't even angle the mirror at all, so she no. couldn't have seen it. It wasn't even facing. No. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just, we, we just, we were just playing what's in her vagina now. Yeah. Um, so now Elijah goes upstairs to talk shit to the ghost. <laughs> he gets in a fight with the ghost. He does. <laughs> gets in a shouting match with him. Um, but at the same time, Ian, so now Ian is Crystal's boyfriend. Crystal just got ghost cursed and he's feeling really bad. He's like, oh, you know, I unleashed the spirits and now they've attacked my girlfriend. I'm going to hang myself. With this noose stage prop that happens to be here. Fair. Feel like putting a noose on stage? Bad choice. Poor yeah. choice. <laughs> We're asking for yeah. it. And it seems like the high school version of like the suicide, the ballet doesn't have the gallows and the noose for the high school. That's like a well, mild safety hazard that, you know, like an attractive if, nuisance, <laughs> one might say. God. Well, and one nuisance, would think that Eli. at the very least... <laughs> That if they were going to have a noose, it would be a prop, right? It wouldn't be an actually you can hang yourself from this. But no, and th this this school production was all about realism, damn it. Yeah, fucking Stanislavski, motherfucker. So now we should point out, too, that they're in the process of trying to evacuate the school because they've realized that there's just way too much ghost activity going on. So they're bringing all the kids to the auditorium while they, you know, rustle up all their buses and whatnot. Um, and this matters because just as uh, Ian is about to step into the noose, the curtain opens and somehow he didn't hear the 900 kids on the other side of the curtain until just then and realized that he has an audience for his suicide. They seem way more excited about this than the play. And they are literally <laughs> chanting for him to kill himself. Oh, yeah. It's Every like, kid in uh, the room. Side. Sue, I feel like, I feel like it was mixed. Like some of them didn't know. Like it was like don't do, do it, don't do it. One dollar, like a lot of weird yelling from the audience. They didn't really know I what feel was like happening. I would have been the one kid that tried to start a suicide chant, and then there's a flash cut to me in the principal's office. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was trying to take advantage of an opportunity. How many times would I get to see an upset kid with drawing on his face, and how many times would I get to see the life leave someone's eyes? No, you're in trouble, Doctor oh, Penna. You're in trouble. <laughs> Forgive me for having some school spirit. 
Um, so also, okay, so as all the kids are chanting, of course, we have to, because this is technically a Christian movie, we have to flash back to other scenes from the movie. So we now flash back to pretty much every scene that Ian has been in up to this point uh, as he's trying to decide whether to kill himself. And just as he's deciding that he will, Blake and Chandler dad show up along with Elijah. He jumps in the noose, but everybody grabs his legs and unhangs him. <laughs> he, gets, he gets blocked. It's so good. All right. So meanwhile, Alicia has more things in her vagina Apparently, uh, uh, amongst them, not just a flashlight and a telescoping magnifying glass, but also two gigantic boxes of spy shit. Oh, some some rolling luggage, a personal item. Yeah. <laughs> the world's largest portable camera, which is it's, it's like it's probably what SWAT had in 1975. It is just huge. It's a colonoscopy <laughs> camera. Yeah, she, she has a colonoscope in, in her luggage that yeah. she carries around. I want to see what she does on other missions. <laughs> right. <laughs> this one seems like a boring one compared to perhaps what she's the fifty dollar bill is in his asshole. Yeah, right. Um, so yeah, so she pulls out her colonoscopy camera, um, feeds that down into the vent. Uh, she can't find anything there, so now she's gonna put on her her Ghostbusters her, her, outfit, her, her, her vent, hazmat suit. She now, has wait a, a second, a vent gi. Yeah, <laughs> I want to clarify. That this outfit makes sense if you know the vents are full of spiders, but well, she does not. No, no, and that's the thing. Yeah, exactly. We'll later find out that there's a damn good reason for her to be in this suit, but she has no fucking idea of that. Well, when she maybe puts the, it on. the impossible mirror thing. She saw spiders. Was that the first part? I, I maybe, but like, why wouldn't they clue us in on that? Um. Anyway, okay. So now it's time to finally reveal the plot of this goddamn movie. So we go back to Dr. Wheeler and mom. They're still examining straws, and now they've figured out what the real problem is. You see, they have a weird African wolf spider thing that's been biting the kids and giving them ghost hallucinations. Yeah, so this was the villain's plan. The villain's plan was, I will cover $50 <laughs> bills in pheromones. In spider pheromones, yeah. Spider pheromones. I will give it to them when they bully me. I'll be like, here you go. You bullied me out of $50. And they'll be like, wow, that's a lot of money. And they'll be like, I know. Way to bully. Then I will take a straw with a spider and I will sneak it into their locker. That spider will have sugar and poison on either end of the straw. But it will be so excited about the poison about the pheromones on the money that I give them that it will eat its way through the sugar, poisoning itself, bite the kid because the pheromones will not result in lady spiders and then instantly die. There's no way this plot could go wrong. Yes. <laughs> that is literally the, that is the plot. That was his fucking plan. Yeah. And, and also, by the way, it also requires starting a ghost story school wide. And it also means the entire movie so far was meaningless. Every well, part right. of the plot. Now right. it's a new All movie. of the messing with spirits is date. No, because they don't exist. Yeah, right. This movie just pulled the religion rug out from under you. It's all bullshit. Yeah, so the goth kids were just like getting lucky with the suicide hex lining up with spider bites. No, not, no. Norman they? was like manipulating that so that they thought that they were doing the curse thing and he was like going around behind them and actually doing the spider thing. Uh, but because this is not convoluted enough, while he was doing this plan, he accidentally put a female spider instead of a male spider into one of the straws, which bred with a brown recluse spider, which now has made hybrid wolf brown recluse poison spiders that are now all over the school. 
thousands and thousands of super deadly hybrid spiders are now infesting <laughs> the school. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and and we don't see any of them until mom figures this out, right? There's already 26 billion of them in this school, but it's only after mom figures it out that the spiders are like, okay, guys, guys, cue, cue. Okay, act, act three, ready, break, spiders. <laughs> right. They crawl from literally everywhere. That is the next scene is just spiders yes. crawling out of every possible fucking surface. Yeah, but my notes are at this point are like, is this a movie about killer spiders? What the fuck happened here? <laughs> yeah. So, no, we didn't accidentally put the C segment from a different episode onto this episode, guys. It's now about spiders. So, yeah, now that we know about the killer spiders that Alicia's walking into, we can cut back to her in her beekeeper radiation suit, and she heads into the vent full of death spiders. What is she doing just to visually confirm more spiders? Uh, yeah, right, right. What does she expect to find here? Who the I, fuck knows? I don't understand what's being accomplished. So, okay. So we cut to the brother, Elijah, and, and Ian, the goth kid, making friends outside post-suicide attempt. Right. And Ian is super, super sorry about, you know, <laughs> using a death monster spirit to try to kill his sister. I tried to kill myself right in your face. <laughs> well, it's funny because he's like, hey man, I just want to apologize. And he's like, oh man, everyone goes through hard times. He's like, no, wait for it. I believed I had the power to magically murder people and I um used it on your sister. So <laughs> Party foul. Party foul. <laughs> <laughs> and Elijah is super, super forgiving on this one. He's like, yeah, you know, everybody tries to kill my sister now and again, you know. Yeah, you we wait can... until the next six movies. <laughs> <laughs> you should have seen when we tried that child prostitution ring. You should. It was a real negative Nancy about that. <laughs> so mom calls dad to tell him about the death spider so that everybody's clued in on the plot. So dad tells everybody, hey, you know, I'm the janitor, so I'm in charge. <laughs> Don't let anyone leave the building until they've been searched for pheromones. By <laughs> Max the dog. Max the dog's got to give everyone a stop and frisk. Yeah. I mean, that's excellent. But I want it so bad for the rest of the movie to be like janitor just shoving kids between two panes of glass and like <laughs> putting them under a giant microscope to check for pheromones. That wouldn't have been the weirdest use of magnification in the film. So, yeah. So they show this scene and this is one of those like just little like it pisses me off because I actually lived in an RV for a while kind of moments. Mom is just going to drive the RV now to the school because that's the quickest way to get there. But she doesn't unplug it from the power. She doesn't move the extension back in, unhook the shit tube, unchuck the wheels, put anything away, roll in the awning. Like she just like starts her up and starts driving the fuck off. Yeah, that's how RVs work. Oh, see, that's the kind of mistake I would make. <laughs> Earlier this year, I may or may not have lost a, why don't we just live in an RV and drive around and see the whole country fight to my wife? <laughs> you have I, provided some evidence. For no, her. I got to say, I, I would I would highly recommend it. It's an awesome, awesome fucking way to live, especially if you have a little tiny dog. You just have to like do a few things before you leave is all. Mm, I don't love doing things. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I like? Buildings. <laughs> I like buildings with foundations that you live in. Yeah, yeah, no, and the hurricanes are reminding us why. Um, so, yeah, that's actually when I was living in an RV. It was mostly in Florida, too. Not not advisable. So, Alicia, apparently having forgotten now that the goddamn place is infested with spiders, is just slowly creeping around the forbidden wing, 
for reasons the movie will never share with us. What the fuck is she doing? In the, this part of the plot is over. Yes. <laughs> That's done. It's new movie. <laughs> exactly. Also, this is such an amazing scene. As she's looking around, she finds the noose that Abel Fry killed himself with. <laughs> I want to see that scene. The paramedics just unhooking the kid and wiping the <laughs> shit off their outfits. And he's like, wait, 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 wait a second. Alan, <laughs> leave the noose. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, a prankster. <laughs> You're a prankster. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. So, yeah, so she finds the news. Again, this will have nothing to do with anything. Yeah, and she starts talking to Abel Fry. Again, this is meaningless. I wanted the ghost to be like, yeah, I'm I'm a MacGuffin. It's Act 3 now. My thing's like, you're stupid. What are you doing here? Go back to the movie that you were in before. <laughs> so, so worry about these spiders, lady. Um, so, okay, so we cut back to the dog. He's sniffing out pheromones on everybody's way out. Um, and I feel like if you know you have a... a, a fucking building filled with deadly spiders. You get everyone out of that and then you check them, <laughs> right? Like step one, get them out of the Spiderville. Also love when the dog like actually barks at one of the kids. They just drag him off and strip him against his will. <laughs> and then they <laughs> seems like, It seems like there's some civil liberties being violated. Right, so there. if we find a spider, we strip the kid naked and spray him with the poison. Right? <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, I was thinking just the poison. <laughs> Right. I was wait. What did I say? What did I say? You. I feel like we had the same idea. We both said strip we naked. Was, we so said just oh, no, okay. Okay. Do I get poison involved? Good point. Okay. Make some slippery. We're locked in. It's like a thirteen-year-old having sex for the first time. <laughs> All right. So Ian's outside. Um, and he's suddenly realizing that this whole thing actually was a Scooby-Doo episode. There was never any ghost. He's been manipulated. Um, so he apologized for being so goth. Mm -hmm. And Elijah realizes at this point that he knows exactly who's to blame. It was the way too old sister of Abel Fry. Well, no, it was the second no, kid it wasn't. in the picture. <laughs> it was the second kid because he flashes back to her showing him a picture because apparently the FBI did not teach him, hey, who's the other kid in that picture? <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. It turns out that Norman, the kid with Amistad's Ark in one of the classrooms, actually was Abel Fry's nephew. Oh. And he's doing all of this to avenge his uncle who was killed by different bully kids. I guess. Yeah. So anyway, so Alicia taking her fucking time walking through the spider den has now found Norman's dollar pheromoning room. Yep. <laughs> it's his like bad guy evidence of room. Yeah. <laughs> so they spiders and straws and dollar bills and like Norman's autobiography entitled, I did it. I did the spider thing. <laughs> She's looking at it. Huh. And that's when Norman shows up for the bad guy monologue. Oh, and it is so amazing norman is just literally he might as well be literally chewing the scenery he's like they never knew never knew what <laughs> why she doesn't just like kick him in the nuts at any yes! point throughout yes! this experience <laughs> yeah right she's not tied up she's not debilitated she's already whipped this guy's ass once she sees the bite marks on his arm she knows this is the guy whose ass she kicked earlier but she just stands there all helpless. And and he talks forever. Oh my it's God. so like the test audience was clearly like, okay, but who's the bad guy in the movie? 
So he spends like 45 minutes explaining how this plot worked for slow people. Right. Yeah. Uh, uh, and speaking of slow people, this is where she runs off and he goes to chase her. She gets into the vent full of spiders again where she's safe and she falls. And apparently when you fall through that vent, you go to the witch's nest from earlier. Like a series of Mario Brothers tunnels that leave her. Into yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, but dad hears her screaming while she's in the vent, right? But she, as she falls, the vent collapses and is completely blocked. So they need to find a new way in because this plot just needed more, apparently. Yep. Um, <laughs> the vent got bit by spiders too. So <laughs> guess, the yes. vent collapsed. And also we get that real quick uh, jump spider thing. I do not like jumpy spiders. And they give us like a pop scare of like a spider walking up and then like jumping into yeah. the camera. Yeah. Uh -huh. I had to immediately get up and strip naked and spray myself with poison <laughs> in my room. I was wondering what that was about. I, was, so, I mean, I do that some other times, but like this, this time it was about the spider. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. You weren't watching that. You were watching a football game when that happened. Hold on. I don't like the Patriots. <laughs> Sees Tom Brady start spraying himself in poison. <laughs> they got destroyed, though. It was great. Yeah, no, it was. That was really, really fun. All yeah, right, so go Patriots. <laughs> no, Chiefs. Chiefs. Go Chiefs. Go Chief Patriots. Chef, I don't know who I'm voting for. I'm voting <laughs> Great googly moogly. Who's a racist, and I don't like him. Yeah, no, that's the Redskins. Um, and Tom Brady. Uh, so okay, so Alicia has fallen down into the witch's nest and, and went unconscious or whatever. But now she wakes up. She's covered in spiders, which doesn't matter because she's in a spider-proof suit. Why wouldn't she just leave now? Right. Well, we learn <laughs> her leg is broken. Oh well, right, right, yeah. But again, you know. I've broken a leg. You can still move. Especially if you're covered in spiders and a murderer is approaching yes, you. I yeah, feel like exactly. you're covered. You can hop. You don't become totally <laughs> paralyzed. Yeah, so Norman comes in because apparently he knew where she was going to fall. But he's covered in male spider pheromones, so all the spiders avoid him. Which is These hybrid spiders that are a new species that, yeah. That's fucking amazing. The spiders all just ignore him. I want, I wrote in my notes, Norman comes in, but the spiders leave him alone because they are spider nerds. <laughs> yeah, they're goth spiders. They know he's on their side. So, okay. So meanwhile, as this is happening, Dad and Elijah find the secret entrance to the witching chamber behind the pipe that Alicia said it was behind. Clever, clever boys. Um, but Dad can't fit in, so he sends his son into the deadly spider den. <laughs> Jesus Christ, these people should be arrested. Well, he had a spider this. suit, too. There's well, that's the, true. Uh, that's true. In, spare spider suit. In his vagina. <laughs> <laughs> he had a spare spider, spider suit, so it's fine. Yeah, so Norman, and so we cut back to Norman. He's super sorry about killing her with evil spiders. He actually liked her quite a bit, um, but then he pulls out his big, the, the boss spider. Suicide spider. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, so, and he's going to kill himself with Suicide Spider because it's gone too far now. But not right. before an enormously long, boring, like, slam poetry reading What the again. fuck was that? He makes her listen. I thought he was going to make her read the novel he's been working on. <laughs> she just, like, stabs a spider through her heart instead. <laughs> I would fucking eat a spider rather than... Yeah, right. <laughs> I would be like, hey, hey, Norman, look me in my eyes. Your poetry sucks. Chill. <laughs> 
Yeah, but now, of, of course, apparently one of the spiders got into her suit. She's getting the spider poison hallucinations. And then the movie, like, suddenly realized, oh, fuck, we're trying to hit Christians with this. So she starts praying to Jesus. Right, but the yep. movie doesn't know how to Christian, so she just sings, Jesus loves me. <laughs> <laughs> um, of course, her brother shows up mid-hallucination. Dad breaks through the... Concrete. Concrete wall, like Kool-Aid man. <laughs> Someone say, oh no. Someone say, oh no. God damn it. <laughs> I had a whole thing ready. God damn it. <laughs> so, okay. So now the EMTs are desperately trying to revive her. Dr. Wheeler shows up. He's like, here's the modified anti-venom. It's the end of the movie now. I ran it through a spyglass and i'm pretty sure it's the right one now <laughs> yeah, i don't right. know but then they they all pray over her too so well, I right, minutes, oh right. okay jesus beat spider so now we know it's black guy black guy feather paddle jesus spider <laughs> wait so, it's it's the order was black guy feather paddle spite spider beats jesus or jesus spider beats, beats spi no jesus beats jesus spider beats spider what beats jesus paddle beats jesus you said paddle says. beats jesus we okay. know that spider beats history. black guy feather um, beats paddle spider beats black guy and black guy beats black guy black guy beats oh, black jesus guy beats Christ. spider guys we're spider. selling a home game if you come to the live shows <laughs> oh, it's fun there's little tokens it's like settlers of catan but <laughs> way less racist <laughs> so there's a token in this movie too <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Also, okay, so yeah, so they bring her back to life. The coach and Norman are dead as fuck because fuck those people. And then there's a Jesus song at the end, which technically makes a Christian movie. So now we had to do a quick picnic to wrap everything up. Uh, we learned that Ian isn't all goth and satanic now. And neither is he's, Crystal. He's which means that the moral of this movie was don't dress like nerds. It was. The moral of this movie was that I was, I looked back at all my notes and I was like, well, the movie stole my bit. <laughs> stole my bully bit. Yeah. Yeah, right, right. Because now they've got them dressed in polos and khakis, but with the same hairdos and, and, and weird makeup and shit. Um, and everybody's just playing frisbee and gang tackling each other and for no reason. Nobody has to beat them up. They get to play sports. Win, win. <laughs> they Good get to play with the moral. dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Max they makes get another. to have melanin all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of pluses. Just don't be weird. And speaking of melanin, we have to figure out how the uh, love story wound up. Uh, so Blake <laughs> and Alicia are now together and they're going to have a big picnic because their house is too small to eat in. It's an RV. Kind of sucks when it rains. But anyway, so Blake has to say grace and he doesn't know how to do it because it's a Christian movie, except it's yeah. so goddamn easy that you can't not know how to do it. So he does it just fine. Well, they race it up a little, too. He's like, yo, Lord, homie, what's up, bro? Thanks for this <laughs> sweet, sweet piece of white meat. Movie's over. <laughs> yeah. And then the movie's over. Jesus is my N-word with an A. And <laughs> credits. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so here's here's my thought on this, right? They're writing this movie. Somebody realized it was 456 and there was a game that night, and they're like, fuck, how about spiders? Right? Um, and everybody's like, yeah, fuck, spiders. But I feel like that wasn't <laughs> the first idea. So I want to wrap up tonight by asking for your thoughts on which twist endings they rejected before landing on this weird ass spider shit. Um, okay. Act three was, um, it's going to be the script of every 
M. Night Shyamalan movie read by Gilbert Gottfried back to back. Which would have been fucking amazing, but these guys are horrible, so they yeah, went with spiders. They went with spiders no. instead. Uh, I was going to go with Pat Robertson's HIV needle rings. <laughs> 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 All right, so just right there, you guys could have both made better movies. That's amazing. That's a real theory of Pat Robertson. <laughs> yes. he, he did eventually pressure. apologize for, for saying that. Yes, yeah, uh, one of the okay. few. Point being, he had to apologize <laughs> for saying that gay people were trying to infect everybody. With yeah, I mean, that's worse than not apologizing for it, but it's still pretty goddamn bad. <laughs> yes. And I guess that's going to do it for our review of Hangman's Curse, but that's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to renew our vows for next week. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Speaking of Satanism, little documentary, Law Enforcement Guide to Satanic Cults. <laughs> Can I just go ahead and throw out best worst mullet right now? Oh, got to assume. This was Oh, oh my god. I I flipped through it a little bit on YouTube. You will be amazed. The mullet itself, I haven't watched much of it, but the mullet itself will make it worthwhile, believe me. This was apparently a real law enforcement guide from cops to other cops about how to detect satanic cults during the panic. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty yeah. great. Yeah, no, the whole satanic panic thing, there was a lot of, there was a ton of this shit. And this is a bit of a classic because of that. I am super looking forward to that one. So with that to super look forward to, we're going to bring episode 108 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help us a ton by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, The Skeptocrat, and Citation Needed, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Boston, I'm Illusions, promise to work hard and earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club close. I went on to have the blanket touch my legs slightly differently causing me to leap out of bed and shake everything out four different times <laughs> last night. Leighton Meester went on to not do any nude scenes, oh. apparently. Oh. Gossip look. Girl's pretty sweet, though. Yeah. People are less frightened of spiders in their home if they don't spend a lot of time in mouse-infested apartments. <laughs> you don't get mice if you don't leave open boxes of crackers in your basement apartment <laughs> just lying around like mouse food. Yep. Is it just me or is Morgan looking kind of old these days? Yep. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm LLC. Copyright 2017. All rights reserved. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com.